Yo, 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 what is good, everybody? Welcome into the Free Money Podcast here, coming to you live on April 25th, 2022. Starting off the week here with three plays here on the show. Got one in soccer, one in the NBA, and then one in baseball. But first, let's start with the early one, 12 o'clock here on the West Coast. Crystal Palace and Leeds starting off in the Premier League on Monday. Crystal Palace had a couple rough games after the shock win against Arsenal and Leeds playing a lot better recently under the new American coach, Jesse Marsh. But Leeds has the second worst goals allowed, and the only other team that's worse than them is Norwich, who is 20th in, in the relegation zone. Leeds pretty close to that. And in the last 14 games, they've had an expected goals above one. So every single game that they've played, they should have allowed one goal or more. And boy, have they. 14 is a crazy number, especially in soccer, where it's a pretty low-scoring sport. And ever since Jesse Marsh has taken over, they've just played a lot better here um, on offense and on defense a little bit, even though that sounds crazy coming off that stat I just said. But this one for Leeds is one that I think they can win and one they will be competitive in for sure. Crystal Palace themselves have been dry uh, scoring goals here since their win versus Arsenal. They had one two games ago and then none last game out. Had a .43 expected goal, so not even close really to a goal here. But Crystal Palace, their coach Vieira, legend, he knows what he's doing. I love the over two and a half goals here. Minus 115 over a FanDuel, so pretty good odds there on a decent opportunity here to score some goals i think Leeds will score about two crystal palace hopefully can get one uh, but i think it can go up to two as well so love the over two and a half goals minus 121 for us here in their loan game this year crystal palace had an uh, expected goals allowed of 1.98 only given up one and them themselves had a 0.71 although they didn't put any in the basket in the bin they at least uh, had a high expected goals, so we're hoping for more of that here today. And then pick number two, we're going Cleveland Guardians money line minus one twenty, heading out to the city of Angels to take on the Angels. Shane Bieber takes the mound and he just kills the Angels in twenty eighteen. Pitched five and two thirds, gave up two runs with seven strikeouts, and then in twenty nineteen pitched versus them twice. He had a nine-inning complete game, giving up two earned runs and eight strikeouts and a 6-2 to two win, and seven innings pitched the second time out with eight. He just pitches well versus the Angels. It's pretty much the common theme versus anybody. You're not going to get rich fading Shane Bieber, especially, which is not what we're going to do here today. But it's been two years since pitching versus them, so a lot of new players. Anthony Rendon there hasn't pitched versus Shohei. So a lot of these guys he hasn't really faced yet. And I think the Angels have just got a pretty their their record is somewhat deceiving, playing some pretty bad teams, the Marlins, the Rangers, and they're kind of struggling right now. Just lost two of three to the Baltimore Orioles, who is a very, very bad baseball team. Don't even think they'll win sixty games this year, but the Angels gave him two wins for sure. Lorenzen is pitching for the Angels. 
His last start out versus Houston, not the greatest. Three and a third, four hits, four earned runs, and two strikeouts. Uh, He's been mostly used as a reliever, so it's kind of tough to gauge here for us. I just, like I said, you don't get rich betting against Shane Bieber. There are a lot of these guys that you don't bet against in baseball, especially with a guy that can strike out like he can. And the Guardians are playing really good baseball. Um, This is a spot that I like starting off the series, setting the tone early with Justin uh, Shane Bieber. Almost called him Justin Bieber there. It's this is just the play, and Cleveland doesn't strike out a lot hitting. They're not going to strike out, so that's just what you need if you want to win. You got to put the ball in play. Average about eight a game. Over the course of a full nine inning game, that's not terrible. It's top 10 or bottom 10, however you want to word that. So minus 120 is the play on a Cleveland Guardians team with the best pitcher they have going on the mound. Solid play, beating up the Angels, who are a little overrated right now based on their schedule. Lastly, pick number three, going to the NBA This one may regret it, looking back at it. I don't have much data or numbers. This guy doesn't do this, blah, blah, blah. This is just a my brain play. Katie and Kyrie got exposed game three. They're getting cooked everywhere. Everybody, all the talking heads, Stephen A., Skip, Shannon, everybody is going to go after them if they lose this game. I mean, to be honest, they already are. A lot of the OKC fans are coming back talking. A lot of the Golden State fans are talking. And he's getting exposed again for not being able to really carry a team, which is what plagued him at OKC. And Kyrie is just, who knows what that guy's thinking, but they have to win game four. It's not a, oh, we'll lose and be okay. You're not going to be okay. A lot of things are going to be shaken up from all the comments, all the theatrics, antics that Kyrie has made. He has to win as well, especially losing to a team that he left in Boston to come to Brooklyn. It's it's crazy. It's pretty wild to see they lost game three. And then to add in Ben Simmons, who was supposed to play. He is now no longer playing, saying that he re-injured himself. It's something. It's it's something to watch, especially with these players like Katie that loves to go back at people, talk about people. This would be a big knock on him, and I think that he just can't have that. He has to let everybody know. That's his favorite thing to do is, like I said, go back at people. This is a game I think that he knows he has to win and will at least get some ammo because you can't get swept. If you get swept, it is one of the worst looks I've seen in a minute, especially when people, probably myself included at the time when he was at Golden State, were crowning him the best player in basketball. And now if you can't even win a game in the playoffs, nor make it out of the first round, it's pretty bananas. Pretty bananas to say the least. Brooklyn minus one is the play. I'm sure Brooklyn or uh, Boston will be okay going back uh, to their stadium in front of the fans and winning game five anyway. Uh, I don't think that there's much urgency from there in because I think they know that Brooklyn isn't coming back from 3-0. So they can at least give up this game, rest up, take the three-day break, and win it back in Boston. Crazy situation. So just give me Brooklyn minus one at minus 110. 
Got to take that. Just a big brain play you got to do. If you lose, then you can just laugh at it. But to recap, Crystal Palace and Leeds over 2.5, minus 115 in the morning, kicking off at noon West Coast time here, PST. And then pick number two, Cleveland Guardians, minus 120 on the money line versus the Angels. I assume it's going to go up all morning, so get it now before it goes up. And then lastly, Brooklyn Nets, minus one. Crazy that they're even in this situation. Shocked they lost game one on that crazy Tatum play. Game two was a boat race. Never close. And game three, I don't even know what I was watching. It was pretty wild. But those are the plays. Thank you all for listening. Let's get some winners, and I'll see you all tomorrow.